Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King. In today's solo episode, I'll be sharing tips to help you plan your week and get things done so that you have time and energy for the things you'd love. If you're wanting to reduce your mental load, feel more organized, then this episode is for you. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode about planning your week. I am going to share tips around how I plan my week, but also how I help clients do the same, basically to help reduce their mental load so that they feel more organized and then have time and energy for the things that they really want to do. So we'll start with our calendar and we'll also look at our traditionally known as our to-do list and how I'm going to reframe that as well. So our brain is all about trying to create new ideas. Our brains were not made to store all the actions we need to do or all the calendar events we need to remember. We need to get all of these things out of our brain and onto paper or in a digital form, whatever it is that's going to help you. So the different things that we could write down are things like our shopping list, our birthdays we need to remember, holidays like when school holidays are, our events that are happening, appointments that we've got maybe on a more weekly basis, as well as like kids sport, kids activities, and then keeping this in a convenient place that suits you so that you're not going to forget them. So my week starts on a Sunday. This is when I sit down to plan the week ahead. You might choose to do it on a Friday or a Saturday, but look at some day that's going to suit you where you only need a small amount of time, but maybe half an hour to sit down and actually plan. First thing that I do is plan my calendar. I add into, I use Life Sorted app and you can go back into season one and listen to my interview with Joe, the developer of the app, or you might choose a, another digital form of calendar or even just a traditional type of diary. We also have a family command center, which is for our children's benefit uh, so that they can visually see it because they don't have digital calendars or diaries at the moment. So it means that we're all on the same page at the beginning of the week. We actually have also implemented a family conversation on a Sunday night. And this is a chance for me to share the calendar with the whole family so everyone knows what's coming up. And just having children who really, really like to know what's coming up, the predictability in their life, it's really important for us to have that conversation as well as then they've got a visual to refer to throughout their week as well. The second part is writing out all of the things that you would like to get done. Now, these lists, to-do lists as they've traditionally been known as, I choose to use the words to choose list, or I've also heard of manifestation list, or another great one is opportunities list. So instead of saying to do, it's just a more positive way of looking at it. It means that your subconscious mind will take on that positive language rather than a negative language. It just creates more positive actions when we use the words to choose a manifestation list or an opportunities list. We're going to create the list 
of opportunities that we'd like to do that week. And it's everything, everything we want to do. So we're getting it out of our head. And then we're going to look at this list and we're actually going to break it down. Now, one thing you need to remember, or I need to remember myself all the time, is that we have 365 days in the year. That means if we did one thing every day, we have then just taken 365 opportunities to do something. If we're going to times that by two or five each day, then there's a lot more opportunities. But even 365 opportunities is a huge, sorry, in one year is a lot of opportunities. Less is better and less is overwhelming for us and our brain. So the next step, once we have our to choose list or opportunity list, is to go through the list and delete anything doesn't need to be done right now. So it could be deferred to some other time. Another thing is, is there anything in the list that could be delegated to somebody else? Maybe it's a partner. Maybe it's your children. I had on my to-do list this week to find a jumper for my son to wear to his Eucharist, first Eucharist in two weeks time. I actually delegated that task to my daughter who I know loves shopping and she found a jumper for him and showed us all this morning and we ordered it online. So that was a great way of delegating and delegating to someone who's got that skill and strength and actually likes to do that job. I've also helped clients set up a delegating box and also a written one for support workers that come into their home. Maybe you have a carer who comes into your home for your children and having a written list for them to see the things that they could possibly do if they have some moments or even a box where you've got things that they need to do like go to the post office for you or drop books back to the library. These things really help to delegate within your home. Maybe you could set that up with your own children or a partner as well. So once we've delegated or deleted what doesn't need to be done that next week, we then need to look at our to choose list and add the tasks under context lists. Contexts are like tabs about what you will do, the action that you need to do with this task. So this comes from David Allen. And the four that I use myself is phone And so underneath the phone, I have things like text messages or calls that I need to do. So for example, this week I had to call the dentist back to reschedule a dentist appointment because of lockdown. I also had the dog's haircut and that needed to be rescheduled, a text message sent back to them to say, yep, that suits that time now. So underneath the computer tag this week, I had purchased that jumper and also that action. So it was purchased the jumper. So the action is there to trigger that in my brain as to what I actually need to do because jumper, it's a bit confusing. That was one of the things that I needed to do on the computer. I also had like follow up with a behavior therapist, um, do this school bus for my daughter for next year, psychologist, I had to write back to her. So all of those things went underneath my computer tag that I had written down. Errands is my next one, my number three. So things that I'll do when I'm in the car, when I'm out and about, and I will also even think about when I'm going to be on that side of town then I'll do that part in those near those shops. So for this week, I had I need to go back to came up for clients and to get um, one other thing here at home. And then I had 
to pick up shampoo that we get from a hair specialist. I needed to get things from the health food shop and I needed to get dog food. So even looking at those things and thinking in relation to where those shops are in our area, I would then go, okay, on Friday, I know I'm going to be on that side of town. Then I'll get the health food stuff and the shampoo. Whereas I'm earlier in the week on this side of town, that's when I'll get those errands done. So I'm not going out and doing all of those necessarily in one time. It's thinking about the time that I have in between other things that I might be doing, clients that I'm going to. The fourth one we have is home. So things to do around the house. At the moment, there was like, I need to make some more stock. There was no more stock in the freezer. I also needed to repot a plant that had died out on the deck, uh, dust the fans that I noticed were looking really filthy. Um, so those things were written down on our home list this week. Some of them might get done. Some of them might then move on to the following week. So there are things that I need to do weekly, like the groceries and washing. I don't add those to my to-choose list. They're just things that are habits that we do weekly. The to-choose thing list is things that come up that you need to remember to do, and they're not every week. So they're not routines that you already do. Next part is I look at this list and work out in my week when I'm actually going to get each of those uh, tasks or actions done. So I'll schedule those against the day. So for example, on a Thursday, when I'm coming home from a client, I might've then gone to pick up the shampoo because that's near their their home on the way past. Another one was I used to, when my daughter was doing aerial, I would do the errands that were around that area. And one of the other things I would always do is do any follow-up emails while I was waiting for her. So things to consider when you're actually placing these items next to your week is thinking about how much time you have And also, I wouldn't overload yourself, so I try to do one to three things each day. On a Friday, which is my admin day for work, I'll have more time, so I might actually leave a few of those. And some some days, I actually mightn't get any of those done, and I'll just save that one for Friday instead. One of the concepts I really like is to eat that frog, which means that the most important thing that also gives you the biggest impact, which is usually the hardest one to do, is the one that I will do first. It gives you a release of endorphins, a natural high. It makes me feel happier, positive, and more confident. And it just gives me that boost I need to keep going. I see this with clients on a daily basis. They do that really difficult thing with the organization, even just asking me to come and help. And then they just get this motivation from doing that. So it's about being intentional about our time and what we actually need to do. I love that the whole frog analogy because it's like say no to tadpoles and yes to frogs. We want to do the things that are going to give us the biggest impact in our lives rather than these small things that just keep us busy. Another thing to consider is your energy. So for me, there's certain tasks like emails that I can only really do in the morning, unless it's a really small yes or no, I can do that at night. But generally, it's thinking about the things that's going to require a lot more energy and doing those at the time that suits you. So maybe for you, it's actually later in the day when you're motivated and actually ready to do that work and eat that frog. Finally, at the end of the week, I will look at all those things. And if there's something that hasn't been done, it will move across to the next week. I'll also make sure I check those things that haven't been done because some of them may actually be more 
like a project. It's part of a project. And projects I'll talk about on another episode, but they're completely different to our day-to-day to-choose lists that we're doing. So just to recap, planning your calendar is writing out everything that you have on for your week, whether it's digitally or written, but just so that you know and it's out of your head. The second thing is to list out everything you choose you would like to do that week. So the opportunities that you'd like to do that week. List them under contacts like phone, so text messages and calls, computer, which is like emails and purchasing, errands, which are things you do in the car when you're out and about, and home, things around the house. The other thing to consider, there is another one that uh, David Allen shares, which was communication. So it could be having conversations with people in your home or in your in your life. So you'd list those conversations down. So once you've listed your to-choose list out under the context tabs, then it's allocating those to the days of the week as to which one is most suited to the time you have, the energy you have, and then reflecting on this all again at the end of the week and moving those things that need to across to the next week. Remember, you have 365 days, which means there's 365 opportunities. Less is better and less overwhelming. So try to just minimize it and eat that frog. So just find the things that are most important and the biggest impact. I hope these tips will help you plan your week and get things done so that you have more time and energy for the things that you love. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your stress, improve your mood and support your immune system, then join me for an introduction to yin and nidra yoga. Over five short 10-minute online lessons, you'll start to feel calmer and more rested. Head to simplyhappy.com.au in the resources section and start today. Mm-hmm.